You're listening to Brooklyn Free Speech Radio. Hey, welcome to Backstage at Brick. We're back in the podcast studio. I'm your host, BJ Evans, and I have my special guest co-host back in the studio. Hello. Hello. It was so much fun talking with you last time, so um, welcome back. I'm glad you could come back. Should I introduce myself Please again? Please do. I'm Liam Billingham, Special Projects Manager for Brooklyn Free Hi. Speech. Boom. Hi, Liam Billingham. And Liam and I have a guest in the studio today that we were talking to. Can you please introduce yourself? Hello. I am Marcus Kearns. I am the Assistant Production Manager for the Performing Arts Department here at Brick. You have a good podcast voice. Thank you very much. Already. Oh, no. You have a good podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Him and robots. Welcome. Stop it. No, no. Don't make it even deeper and more enticing. Will you do me a favor? Everything the light touches is your kingdom. (laughs) Wow. Will you say uh, you're listening to Brooklyn Free Speech Radio? You're listening to Brooklyn Free Speech Radio. Boom. That's going at the beginning of the episode. Unbelievable. Okay. I'm so excited. I think we've done it. Well, can you also find some theme music for us? Because I am way overdue. <laughs> I've been doing this podcast for three years, Liam Billingham and Marcus Kearns. Um, and, and there's no music. And there's, no there's no music. music. I, still have, just, I still don't have it's theme music. It's a hard start. It's like hard start. Hey, yeah. backstage at Brick. Here we are. I'm calling this the special get to know your neighbor episodes. Because cool. last time we were on the on the show, we had Andrea Montes de Oca, who is mm-hmm. new in the performing arts department. And then it just occurred to me as we were talking to Andrea that you're also new I am. in the performing arts yeah. department. Uh, and the podcast is Backstage at Brick. It's a behind-the-scenes look at what is happening in the performing arts department at Brick. And one of the things that's happening is that we're hiring new people. That is true. Yeah, I started in uh, in January. Um, yeah, so we're a little overdue. Apologies, but welcome. Okay. So last time we played this little game, and it was really fun, and okay. so I want to play go. it again. <laughs> Liam. Yes. <laughs> My special um, guest um, for this mini series. For this mini series, <laughs> and whatever any other time I ask you, beg you to please come on the show again. Um, also, I should add that Liam is also producer of this episode. It's a producer and guest co-host. Well, you're also kind of the producer. It's Aww, a co-production. Thank you. Co-production. Oh, I love. Yes, credit where credit is due. Um, <laughs> we're very lucky to have you, Liam. Anywho. Enough. <laughs> enough about how great Liam is. No, keep going, so, but enough. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more about myself. Um, so you just learned, you just met Marcus officially right. like five minutes ago. We met maybe True. once. Yeah. But, okay. But sure. No, officially, But officially yes. like officially, five minutes yeah. ago. And you just heard his title, Assistant Production Manager for Performing Arts. So Liam, what do you think Marcus's job is? Is Stephen Arnold your boss? Ooh. Yeah. No, I asked because that yeah. will help me contextualize yes. the yes. job a little bit. Because oh, that's I didn't know I'm questions were allowed in this game, but okay, oh. I'll allow it. I'll Listen, allow this it. is I'm the producer of this. <laughs> no, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I would imagine, as the assistant production manager, you spend a lot of time figuring out the needs of people uh, who are using the space because so many different types of people and organizations and groups and staff and non-staff and humans use the space, figuring out how to best accommodate them while working within the framework that the the various performance spaces that we have here at Brick, and sort of making sure that everything that needs to happen from both an internal and external perspective happens. I was trying to stay as neutral to not did, give him any hints. Did it work? How was it? Yeah. That's, no, that's pretty spot on. Yeah. Nice. I, um, I assist well where uh, assisting is needed. So the things I, I kind of am very involved with are things like the Brick Lab and right. public programs and community engagement. But I'm also, I mean, my background is as a technician. So right. 
when we're loading in a stage or anything like that, I'm on the ground loading that in to write with the rest of the crew. Nice. So, so you get to like build stuff. That's yep. awesome. Those are, that's fun. Cool. So, nice. y- you know, peeling back a curtain a little bit backstage at Brick, what can you tell our listeners, Marcus, for someone who maybe doesn't know a ton about the performing arts, what does a production manager well, do in general? What does that mean? Um, I mean, it's it's not as simple as just managing a production. It's uh, you do all of the work prior to anyone getting in the space. So it's whether it's going over contracts, whether it's um, establishing what we need rented in terms of equipment or additional lighting or mm-hmm. additional you know backline inventory, musical items, right. anything like that. Um, so you do all that groundwork um, for however long before the client arrives and then you're there when that client arrives day one making sure everything is seamless and working for them and do you stay with the client as a technician does the production manager typically do that as well uh it depends either we'll have a uh, production supervisor or it'll be one of the production managers uh, one of the three of us who will be there in the space Um, and we oversee the process of the whole event so we're kind of the buck stops with us but we have our audio staff our video staff our lighting staff um, and they all kind of answer to us the day of and what is your favorite part about being a production manager Ooh. Um, my favorite part about being a production manager. You had to know it was coming. You had yeah. to know the cheesy questions yeah. were coming. Come on. What do you uh, like when most you about close your eyes at the end of the night? <laughs> <laughs> when you were five and people this. said, what do you want to be? I want to be a production <laughs> manager. <laughs> right. Did that happen? <laughs> I, don't know. I mean, I, I kind of always knew I had to be involved in theater and in the arts. Um, and I was out of it for a long time and found my way back in. But... My favorite thing about being a production manager is that it's something new every single day. I mean, no rental is the same. No event is the same. Even if it's something like, you know, the Brickhouse sessions that we do quite often and we're preparing to do on this Thursday. Um, Even if it's that, it's a different artist each time. So it's going to be different. The stage will be set up the same, but everything else is going to be new. Yeah, that does sound fun. Mm -hmm. It does sound um, should we? Yeah, let's I'm flip the. So we'll flip the We're gonna script. Flip the script. We'll get back. Um, to special hmm. projects manager in education. So. Oh, okay. Marcus, what do you think Liam does? I think he uh, manages special projects for oh. education. Oh my god, and it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Give me more. Come so, on. <laughs> um, probably coordinating with uh, education departments in the building, hmm. maybe. Uh, when they are doing something specifically with um, the media department and yeah. in, in specific Brooklyn Free Speech, correct? Yeah. Um, you would be kind of the liaison for that and organizing any of the maybe technical aspects? Yes. So you're right. That's like a part of – my job is very um, – broad because we're a really small department and sort of similar i wouldn't say you know the same but similar to performing arts every project that we do requires a different kind of like you know workflow or whatever the case is so i run the documentary program that we do here i run all of the 
currently run all of the podcasting programs. And when I say that, like I oversee them, but there's obviously a lot of people involved. Mm -hmm. And then I run our, uh, it's called Intimate Eye. It's a collaborative filmmaking workshop. And when special programs come, certain special programs, for example, right now we're working with Brooklyn Public Library on a podcasting program in homeless shelters where we're teaching folks living in homeless shelters how to create podcast content. Yeah, it's really cool. So I do the um, hiring and curriculum development Cool. for that and then get to like and and then sort of depending on the job like create media around it mm-hmm. so we'll like have some content about one of our programs or something nice. like that do you do you really enjoy the the education side of it i have a background in education yeah as well, so. i kind of like to say i stumbled into it would be pretty i've only since with the exception and this sort of came up with the exception of my first like creative job in new york city was doing freelance theatrical lighting design so nice. i did that for a while yeah. But because um, my I went to theater, my undergrad was in theater. Yeah. But then every job I've ever had since then has been some form of education or cool. or making stuff. I've never yeah. done anything but be a teacher. No, my fiance is a freelance lighting designer. Oh, cool. Well, not freelance right now. Shout out to Erica. Love you. Hi, Erica. Hi, Erica. It's, that's it's it's a slog. It's so much yeah. work. Wait. Yeah. So what show is she on right well, now? Yeah. Right now she is the uh, lighting supervisor for Ballet Trocadero de la Monte Carlo. Which mm-hmm. is a all male drag ballet. Wow, they fun. are incredible. So she travels the world with them, and then every two years they do residency in the Joyce Theater. Oh, cool! Oh, yeah, right. that's awesome. We should get them at Celebrate. Oh yeah, we do two dance For shows a year. Sure. Yeah, they would kill it. Yeah. Okay, let's tell the people. Right. The, the people. that make people. the decisions. Hello, people. <laughs> it's us. Hey, decision makers. Listen, we know you're listening. Right, I know. I just <laughs> said, listen, we know you're listening. <laughs> listen, know. Yes, decision makers <laughs> here. How can we help? Whoa. There it is. There's a decision maker voice. <laughs> oh, I my mean, God. Really, it is a decision maker voice. Yes, yes, whatever you say. Um, gosh, isn't that funny how much we trust the like deep male voice? Yeah. Yeah, it's like so. Like well, James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Well, he says this is CNN. You're like, it is. Yeah, wh- mm-hmm, yeah. Whatever you say. It's weird to think this is heavy and dark. That like he'll die, and that will exist for hundreds of years. Yeah. Assuming the, you there's, know, there's everything yeah. lasts for a long for that long. Uh, I mean, CNN we'll see if the planet is, yeah. is around for that long. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, two degrees. Uh, <laughs> but how much did you love the Sandlot? <laughs> <laughs> It's a classic. Classic yeah. James it's Earl a classic. Jones. So good. He's in a lot of baseball movies because he's in Field of Dreams too, yes. right? Oh. That's true. Which isn't a movie I love, but I love James Earl Jones. I don't like Kevin Costner. I feel that I can say that now, episode two. But <laughs> like, <laughs> Kevin but like Waterworld. Never seen it. Ooh, oh. I feel like I missed out on that. Like, like so bad it's good. Like Spider-Man, yes. turn off the dark kind of thing. Liam, do you have any questions they for worked. Marcus about um, his time here at What Brick? did you do before you worked here at Brick? Oh, man, I did so much stuff. Let's hear about it. I uh, First time I moved to New York City, I built props for Broadway shows. Where were you Where are you from originally? Uh, originally, I was born in Canada, but wow. I moved to the U.S., and I grew up outside of Boston. Where? Uh, in Framingham. I'm from Duxbury. Yeah. Yeah. Framingham, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. You guys have good beer there now. We do. Jack's Jack Abbey's. Delicious. They're, nice. uh, they're not a sponsor. They're not a sponsor. Jack's Sorry, Abbey's. <laughs> get some. I don't know. What Jack's the... Abbey's. Become a sponsor, please. Um, That's I think they will now. Once they, uh, they hear yeah, that. they got a it's good beer. They got a great little brewery Massachusetts down there. is having a moment with beer. They All are. of a sudden, it's like well, a it's thing. Like, yeah, craft brewery is like a. Mm-hmm. I guess everywhere in the United everywhere, States is having yeah. one, but I've had to go to so many with my husband. I just oh like, yeah, they're worth it. We just, I just go. 
that's, he's like, that's hey, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna make a pit stop at this brewery that is thirty miles out of the way. It's only thirty. This. It's only thirty miles out of the way. What could go yeah. wrong? What could go wrong? Triple IPA, half of ice, oh my God, and okay. red <laughs> ale. I um, danced in um, with my dance team in Framingham last what? summer. Really? Mm-hmm. Where? Yeah. At the weird Sheraton that looks like a castle. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> at the Framingham <laughs> Performing like, Arts Center. Like where I where I had my junior cotillion. Oh my goodness! Of yeah. Wow. You did. Yeah, you're yeah. from Massachusetts. Oh, you're yeah. a cotillion. Yeah, I don't know. That's a that's very New Englandy. I guess that's true. Like, yeah. I did it in Texas, but it feels like it's either New England or like the South. It's like doing cotillion. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I knew had Both that growing the, up. The but old I grew style. Up, yeah. yeah. Huh. Anywho, uh, but you yeah. were born in Canada. Yep. And your first job was building props. Uh, w- when I moved, moved here, my yeah. first time I moved to New York, and then I left, and then I came back. And Where'd you go? Stuff. But um, I went back to the Berkshires. I spent oh, cool. like you know seven, eight years in the Berkshires at a place called Shakespeare and Company. Yeah. And that's how I got back of into course. theater. Nice. I actually started there as a chef. And I bugged them over and Amazing. over and over to give me a chance building. And they gave me a chance, and they were like, oh, yeah, you know how to build. And I was like, can I do that to pay for an acting thing so I can show you I know how to act? Oh, wow. And they were like, yeah, we'll give you that chance. And they were like, oh, you know how yeah. to act. So then I went on, and I did their educational tours. So I toured wow. up and down New England and the East Coast. Shakespeare and Company is great. Yeah. That's amazing. That's fantastic. So you're yeah. a Shakespeare nerd. I am. Podcast recommendation for you. Ooh. I have two friends that host a podcast called No Holds Barred. <laughs> and I know they, that guy. Dan or Kevin? Kevin. Kevin. Yeah, Kevin was my my roommate. Like Kevin's one of my best friends in the whole world. Because what's what? does it? Uh, it's like he's in the biz. It's one he of works things where like I know him. Midtown. But I yeah. Know. He's at New. He's at New Group. Yep. Yeah, he's new a he's a company manager in New Group. He was in the public for a long time, but it's like two guy two two like you know better than average bros talking yeah. about Shakespeare, and it's awesome. and like when they told me they did it, I was like, great, mm-hmm. I can't wait. To <laughs> You're like, oh, and then I, I listened, and I was like, oh, this cool. is actually good. Like, oh, oh, I hate this. Yeah. this. It's like when I, your friend tells like, you they're a musician, and you're like, oh, I kind of had to like go up to them and be like, guys. Your podcast is good. They were like, thanks, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, I you know him it from, from oh, well. the theater world. So quick cue, Sorry, yeah. Marcus. Mm-hmm. What is the most challenging prop you had to build? Ooh, good one. Oh, most challenging prop I had to build. Um, I had to build a bunch of suitcases for uh, the visit Ooh. that were danceable, mm-hmm. and you could open them, and they had... Like just there's a bunch of gold in them or right. something, um, so I had to build, God, how many suitcases? Did I, have? I had to build like 17 or something suitcases, and some of them were danceable, some of them were not, some of them were openable, some of them were not. Wow! But all of them I had to like you know like custom build, hand line, all that stuff. Yeah, it was it was it's fun though. I mean, I like that's how I got into theater was carpentry, mm-hmm. and I you know made my come ups on that. So, so it, you built them from scratch, or did you start oh, yeah. with like a suitcase and just I mean, modified it? There was there was a suitcase, so I could just like look at it every once in a while and be like, "Yeah, that's what I want." Wow. Um, but I built them all from scratch, using every single one. What if they're danceable? They had to be really light, yeah. So what? They well, they had to be light, and they had to be structural enough that you could like tap dance on them, sort of deal. Whoa! Yeah. Wow! Cool. And they all had um, these. Uh, like custom, they had like brass rivets yeah. all the way around them, 
which are pins, and I had to put in every single one by hand. Whoa. And the color of them was wrong. No. So I, I would quit my job. Instead of taking them all out, because the, there wasn't the correct color right. for them, you couldn't get the correct color, I had to paint every single one of them. Wow. No. Yeah, and it was like... It was over a thousand. <laughs> that's yeah, it was crazy. Well over a oh, thousand. I guess that's oh maybe better goodness. than putting the other ones in. I don't know. I don't know. What would be better. Is it, it sounds do, awful though. Do props, both. props builders? Do they get like billable hours? This is like a lawyerly thing where you're like, I. This is how many billable hours I spent. Oh my god, painting. the billable <laughs> hours. Oh, yeah, like yeah. I mean, it would probably not. It would basically it like you would get her done. you'd quote you'd quote for a job and you'd you know you'd overquote and sure, they'd come to. back and they'd be like yes and you're like. Cool. Great. And then you're like, and then you're like, I've done more. And you're like a thousand <laughs> yeah. things. I screwed that up. Painted. Next time, get it. Yeah. Darn it. <laughs> yeah. So, but no, it was great. And like, I got to work on amazing shows. I got to work on like The Visit, Fish in yeah. the Dark, Something Rotten. Like, wow. you know, it was it was awesome. And so. the, and but and here you are at like nonprofit break yeah. in Brooklyn. So how do you feel about leaving what seems like this really glamorous Broadway lifestyle? Behind? I feel great about it. <laughs> I feel great about it. It's uh, I mean like I always did uh, not for profits before I came to New York. So then I just found the avenue I did doing props, and it was uh, it was fine. And I got to do really cool stuff, but it wasn't. You know that kind of giving back that I always liked to do. So, well, cool. We're, we're glad you chose to go back to a nonprofit. Yeah, me too. Do you have any burning questions for your new friend Liam that you have met oh. now mm. twenty minutes ago? Twenty two minutes. Twenty five. Okay. So yeah, we do have to wrap up. But yeah, what are you? What burning questions do you have for Liam? You have a movie podcast. I do. Uh, top three movies. Yeah. Ooh. Like not like movies you could not ever not watch. Okay, so like so if it's on, then I'm gonna watch it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, Goodwill Hunting. Okay, yeah. obvious. Yeah. Um, is that the How about the Apples movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I love that movie. Great. Um, <laughs> checking. Uh, okay, movies like uh, Ronan. It's an action movie Ooh, with Robert De Niro and John yes. Renault that like is impossible not to keep on yeah. when it's on TV. It's just an amazing, uh, like jo- great car chase, so boom boom, and like the cast is amazing. <laughs> both Stellan Skarsgård is in both Goodwill Hunting and Ronin, yeah, so I feel true. like that's a thing. And then the third one, let me go a little higher brow. Uh, 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 um, there's a movie called The Killing of a Chinese Bookie. Hmm. Which is um, which is actually was we did on the podcast, but which I've only seen probably twice, but like is just so rewatchable. It's about a guy who owns a um, nightclub in L.A. in the '70s, and he gets in with some loan sharks, and he has to kill a ma- a Chinese bookie in order to make it so they don't take his nightclub, and it's amazing. Nice. So it came out like. The same, right? It's one of those movies that, like, if The Godfather had never come out, it probably would have gotten yeah, a lot yeah. more attention than it did. And it stars Ben Gazzara, who's one of the greatest actors of all time. Nice. Those are my three. Boom. Cool. Yeah. Nice Rex. Do you have any final burning questions for your new friend, Mark? No, it's great to meet you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, awesome. Pleasure. Totally. Let's uh, let's get lunch sometime. Yeah, I absolutely. love these connections, Marcus. Do you have any final thoughts to give the world about you uh, or your time here at Brick? Or I mean, come... Come visit Brick if yeah. you haven't. There's absolutely no reason not to. There's enough 
programming here to keep you busy for a week and there's something for every single person like it's just come hang out say that in your radio voice come hang out at brick Whoa. Dude, it's so good. It's really good. <laughs> new uh, host. New host. Sorry, BJ. No, no, no wait. <laughs> no. What? Oh. Okay. Um, well, if that happens, I would miss you all. But um, thank you all for being here. This has been another episode of Backstage at Brick, your Get to Know Your Neighbor edition with my guest co-host, Liam Billingham, and producer, Liam Billingham, our guest, Marcus Kearns, who is new in the Performing Arts Department at Brick. We are recorded at the podcast studio at Brick House, and we will catch you next time. Hopefully, we'll have music by then thanks you gotta for say listening. your name you gotta say your name oh that's you. right and i'm your host bj evans and it's been a pleasure and enjoy talking to you both thank you for being here and thank you all out there for listening and really we're gonna get theme music soon catch you next time sing something okay.